You're listening to another episode of the Zag Arctisobe here, joined by a current 2022 NLC fellow from our friends at the Frontera chapter in South Texas. Jaime Diaz is here. We'll catch up with him, hear what his thoughts are on his NLC experience, and also some things that have been sparked from his experience in NLC that he's working on for his capstone, a bunch of other good things as well. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, Jaime, you're closing in on the end of Institute. What are your thoughts and feelings on the Institute so far? Hey, Eric. Um, I've had a great time. Um, I, I, I always j- just, uh, you know, have a lot to think uh, think about after every single episode, and I, I just get back home completely drained and exhausted. So <laughs> I think that th- that's a pretty good sign that, you know, there's a lot of learning and engagement going on. Yeah, and I know the crew down at Frontera in South Texas kind of comes from different communities that kind of make up the South Texas area. You know, where are folks from that are in the fellows class with you this year? So it's this South Texas region, so primarily Brownsville, Texas, that that's right on the Gulf next to Matamoros. We also have um, Star Base adjacent to us, so that's a hot topic issue. McAllen that's a little further up north. Harlingen that's kind of like between the two. And then Laredo. So th- those are the four primary cities that, that are represented in our cohort. And I feel like that part of Texas has become something that, that kind of shows up a lot now in headlines when we're talking about political trends and, and kind of how people are voting. Uh, have you noticed a, a shift yourself? Kind of what are the, the, the things that people find most important to them as they're considering uh, electoral politics and local government things these days down there? Yeah, it, it's definitely gotten very interesting since, since I guess, post-Trump era politics. Um, the area has been shifting a little more red in reality. Um, I'm not exactly too sure why that is, but, um, but, but it, it, it seems like we're almost like, an, uh, like a forgotten like nook within you know, the American system. So I, I, I guess, you know, part of that just might be like a representation, but I, I'm not sure exactly what's kind of driven that shift in the mindset of a lot of local people here, in, at least in Brownsville, right? Speaking of Brownsville, because, I mean, if, if you go to McAllen, that's very different. If you go to Laredo, that's very different. So, so yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I have a lot of thoughts, but I, I guess it'll take me forever to get into <laughs> to them all. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things we were chatting about before we hopped on was your your NLC capstone project. And for folks that aren't familiar with that, in each of the NLC institutes, each of the fellows puts together kind of an end of, of experience um, project. Uh, might be something policy related or something they want to start or something they, they want to expand in maybe their professional life or something they want to do personally. Love to hear a little bit more about what you're thinking because I know it kind of ties into that uh, desire to, to figure out more of the local government reality in South Texas. So my, my capstone is, is I'm doing a 501c3 nonprofit. It's called the RGV Blockchain Initiative. And it, it's kind of an experiment up until now. I've never, you know, ran a nonprofit. I just got the 501c3 exemption. So we have a website if you want to check out. It's rgvblockchaininitiative.com. But what, what inspired that is, is we had a mural that was made in our downtown area about a year ago. And... It, 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 it's a big wall. It, it's it, the mural's BTX, and it was made by by an artist called Teddy Kennedy. And the funds for this mural came from the most most 
from the Musk Foundation that, that I think they gave $10 million of downtown revitalization. And the city commission got together. They voted on an artist of uh, Teddy Kennedy. And they made this mural. The, the mural cost them, I think, $10,000. And a lot of people in the community, they, they were upset, right? They were saying, you know, well, they, they, they never, you know, allowed, allowed local artists to just to submit solicitations for, for doing the work. And why are they paying this guy from out of town so much money? Which, I mean, I mean, the, the mural, in my opinion, is fine. It, it was actually a big thing. I think the, the Texas Tribune did, did an article regarding this whole issue. But that, that, that got me to thinking that wh- why do we need, you know, the government to, you know, make these, cho- these decisions for us, especially in regards to beautifying common spaces, right, public spaces. So I, I, I just thought it would be nice to do a little nonprofit um, we have the, the, the tax exemption. So, I mean, th- there's that benefit there. And I, I'd kind of like it if, if our first project was in regards to doing something with public spaces, for example, like a mural and getting a little fun together and then allowing people to vote, um, to vote on which artists they would like, like to do the mural and, and again, kind of just like a pilot program. Right. Um, because mm-hmm. in, in reality, if that, that, that's what I feel like, uh, is a big problem in just the American political realm. It's, it's a lot of like lack of representation. No technology. I mean, people can vote directly on lots of different things. You know, you don't, you don't need, you know, um, proxy representation in order to get their voices heard. So that's my deal with it. I mean, we might fail, but we're going to try our best and hopefully something good comes out of it. We come back with Jaime. We'll talk more about life in South Texas and what else he's working on. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. And Jaime, one of the things you're working on too is is uh, a political campaign. Of course, NLC is a 501c3, so not endorsing any candidates, but maybe in general, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the position uh, of Railroad Commission. I think I have that right. What exactly is the, the role and duties of the Railroad Commissioner? So the, the Railroad Commission, it's meant to be a steward for the natural resources of Texas. So what, what it looks at specifically is oil and gas um, extraction. It looks at uranium mining, coal mining, pipelines, natural gas utilities. Um, it's, it, it got some attention after the freeze of, of winter storm Uri in February of last year that they're saying that a lot of the natural gas infrastructure was improperly weatherized. But it's been interesting. Uh, I mean, we were able to attend a debate in, in Midland, Texas, four months ago, which was nerve-wracking to say the least, but, but we, we, we hung in there. And, uh, and yeah, just mean lots of great people. It's, it's, it's interesting, especially in regards to... So, 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 some other issues that, that are, you know, of uh, president right, right now in the road commission, it's, it's orphaned well. So it's when companies, um, you know, because they went bankrupt or for whatever reason, can't plug their wells, hmm. how that liability is offset to the state. And they, they, they do have bonding for the wells, but at least how it works is through these blanket bonds. So, you know, you'll get one blanket bond that will cover, let's say one to five wells, and then you'll get another one that's made from. Or, or different companies, right? Five to 10. So there is a big gap, right, in regards to the coverage. So it's kind of like, you know, how does the state uh, deal with those liabilities, right? Because um, at least 
I, I think that, you know, oil and gas companies, you know, sh- should get paid for whatever oil they do extract, right? But, you know, when the wells have to be shut, well, then the li- liability shouldn't fall on the state, right? Because, I mean, it wasn't a liability that the state created in the first place. So the, the, there's a lot of interesting, really nuanced issues like that in the, in the race that, that have, you know, got me thinking about things that, that I wouldn't normally think about. And then last thing, is the race coming up in the next couple of weeks? Not a lot of primaries are happening across the country. Is that true for this race as well? Um, so, I uh, no, um, we, here in Texas, we, we, we had the primary back in, well, when was this? It was actually the first primary that, that I couldn't vote in because uh, I'm running as a third party. Mm-hmm. And you can't run as a third party candidate. If not, you get knocked from the ballot. So... And I and I love voting. I I feel like it's, it's always a way. Like I don't I don't like this, I don't like this person. I get to vote for the other person, or you know, vice versa. So it was kind of hard for me to not to vote. But the primaries, I think they were in March. Um, or another plan is they have a runoff. The runoff will take place May twenty fourth, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, around there. Uh, the the Democratic candidate ran 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 unopposed. I ran unopposed, and then there's a Green Party candidate that. That also ran a post. So, so it should be four of us in November that um, on the ballot. Nice. Well, sounds good. Well, best of luck to you. And folks can check out, I'm sure, the kind of general uh, happenings with that race and all the things going on in Texas politics is always an adventure and certainly in South Texas, too. Jaime, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all episodes in all the places you get your podcast. We've dropped uh, about two a week for the last uh, two months or so. So lots of interesting NLC alums working on really important things to catch up on. Make sure to also to hop over to Instagram, follow us at the Zag Podcast. You can catch us there too. So until next time, we'll catch you soon.